Kilo Chasers Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Dahl, here with Matt Ware, co-host. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about weightlifting, as usual. A little bit of life stuff, a little bit of energy drink stuff. Ghost has a new flavor, so we're going to talk pros and cons and whatever <laughs> about it. I'm not sure. We'll figure it out. Yep. But uh, here to have fun. It's going to be a good show. Listen up. No, that these flavors are, are pretty kicking. I mean, you introduced me to that one. Yeah, tropical mango is bomb. Well, the orange mango of the bang used to be my favorite, so I'm like, but that's way better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, then you know, this bubblicious one. Um, but I don't know about you, but bubblicious was my favorite thing as a kid. Like, loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't taste like bubblicious, but it's different. It's a little sweet. Yeah. It's weird how some of these can have the same levels of everything but be feel sweeter yeah well it, it's i think it's adult taste maybe yeah i think no right dude that. like uh the bubblicious watermelon was special for me because my mom the smell of artificial watermelon yeah was like nauseating to her oh really yeah like pregnant woman oh, like okay. weird smell yeah. nauseating yeah. to her i don't know why mm. still to this day mm. so that's part of why i love it Okay, <laughs> I get that. I totally uh, get that. Jolly Ranchers, same thing. Like we, if if we had them, yeah, like we had to like they couldn't be in the car, couldn't be in our like they could be in our baseball bags, but right. that's it. Like yeah, yeah. they couldn't be in the house, in the car, anywhere. Yeah, it was it was quite funny. That's the I, I, I dig uh, uh, Jelly Bellies because like you can go through and you and literally I'll do one by one. And just pick it out and be like, okay, what is this? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, with the kids, I'll have fun with it. I'll be like, all right, we're, what do we win in today? And it's like, you got to pick one. And if you get the right <laughs> thing, you get a treat or whatever. But oh, not like the Jelly Belly's not a treat. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, anyways. Yeah. It's a little one. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, anyways. No, dude, ghosts are better. I haven't had a bang for a while. Like I said on the last last show, it's... I phased out. Yeah, I just I'm can't. out. I yep. can't do, like, it's all the added bullshit, like... I just can't do the, I don't want to be overheated. Right. Like if I want a pre-workout, like I'm going to go get a pre-workout and do a scoop and a half and like fuck my body up. Like that's. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. Before I come over, usually I do a pre-workout with like a cup and a half of water. So Mm -hmm. it's concentrated and I just shoot it like a shot. Yep. And then I pop open an energy drink when I get here. Yeah. No, that's usually what I'll do is I'll I'll either, because the stuff that I got like. 450 milligrams of caffeine yeah. and so i'll do like a half a scoop That's just a dry scoop it yeah. and then i'll do whatever energy drink but right. i try <laughs> if it's like after five o'clock there's no way i've done it and i'm just laid in bed looking at the ceiling <laughs> yeah throw some show on the tv i'm like fuck go to sleep i, I you know it. i honestly like after if it's 11 o'clock and after like i can sleep no matter what i got in my body it just I, I do it i used i used to be able to yeah you know, we we trained at five thirty every day. Yeah, and it was 
a full scoop of whatever and a bang or yeah. rocks or whatever and like two hours of training hours screwing around with delaney in the pool or on their walk rock wall or wherever right, right, you right. know yeah and i get home i'd eat and just be like oh I'm done I, yep. I need to sleep and now it's like Nine o'clock rolls around and I'm freaking tired. Delaney's still up. <laughs> Dad, I, yeah. I don't want to go to bed. Yep. Like, it's summertime. It's still light out. I don't care. I'm old. Let <laughs> me sleep. Please, God. <laughs> We're getting old. Oh, That's dude. all there is to it. It's it's terrible. Like yeah. Sarah Sarah was joking around the other day about it. It's like not even like it's it was like a year ago. Yeah. Like eleven o'clock was her bedtime. Yeah. And now it's like nine o'clock is like we are. <laughs> shut my I'm, house down i'm noticing all kinds of things like i used to pride myself on having like that like that guy that didn't have to pee 15 times a day no longer is that the case you know, I, I haven't hit that wall yet have not hit that wall yet I'm i don't glad. know if i'm fully hit it but i was like man i'm peeing a couple more times than i usually do what's going on here yeah, yeah. now if i'm drinking the right amount of water yeah then yeah it's like five six times a day yeah that makes sense in an eight hour work day like it's totally but uh, so trick if you're not getting enough water and you're trying to figure out how to drink water yeah is get just a 16 ounce water bottle okay right and fill it up in the morning right after you have your cup of coffee or whatever yeah. when you get to work and don't drink any of it until you go pee and before like as soon oh. as you're like i need to go pee oh, i like that kill the whole bottle yeah go pee fill it up not with pee, but <laughs> Please don't. fresh water, <laughs> set it on your desk, right. and wait until you have to go pee again. I like that. Most of the time, you're going to drink enough water. That's that's good. And that's it, efficient. It, it, it only compounds. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> Especially if you're older. Yes. But but yeah, whenever I'm on a job site, that's what I do because they they supply 16-ounce bottles of water by the yeah. freaking 24-pack. I got another idea. You just crush a case of liquid death. Dude, this shit. <laughs> I mean, that, and you know, the thing that's really cool about those is like you go and you buy like the bubbly waters or the LaCroix or whatever, and they're just normal size cans. These guys are tall boys. Dude. And you can still crush them. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Like, I can still put down like three or four a night. Yeah. And you're still getting your water. Yeah. No, they're yeah. so good. Yeah. It's great. Mm hmm. Oh, dude. So I picked up. Well, I'm going to start cho coaching soccer for Delaney. Yeah. But this is like real soccer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I just, just got another email from the coach, the head coach, because they're, I have to, it's, if you think coaching in USAW is difficult, mm -hmm. like you got to do a level one. If you want, you got to do a level two, and then you got to do your, your national coach and like all that stuff. Right. Dude, you have, there's like a grassroots course. Mm hmm. And then there's like, fuck, ten levels, or whatever. Right. And and then beyond that, there's annual certifications. Yep. And I'm like, what the? F I dude, I went through it with T-ball, and it's not only is that is in USAW, you don't got to worry about parents, you don't have to worry about background checks. Like you got to get yeah, you got to get background checked. Mm -hmm. You got to make. I mean, if you have had anything. In anything that it, res it resolves around kids, like you're not you're not coaching. No, <laughs> like, no, and you shouldn't. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Very good point. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think there's uh, <laughs> it's it's a whole different ball game, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like I mean, for rec, it was cool. It was just, we still had to do background checks and everything. Yeah, like yeah. they're really good about that, but it, there was no like there was no training. Like they had 
two or three like coach days, mm-hmm. and you'd go with the with some veteran coaches or with the the coaches that are on the Premier League, yeah, or the club teams, and you'd have two hours with them right. for like two or three sessions before the season, yeah. and then they're like, "Here you go, here's your here's your kids that you're gonna like." Try to like just babysit for their parents. Yeah, you know, I was really lucky, and in the four, yeah, four years that I coached, like, I only had one year that I was like, okay, I really wish I could bench three or four of these girls. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, like, it got better. Like, there, they, it, it made me. I think it made me a better coach because I had to, I had to learn how to bring them up. Right with confidence yeah not just skill but with confidence because in that age like just like on the platform like with with a teenager like you got to give them the confidence mm-hmm. to go under the bar mm-hmm. or i mean shit anybody anybody R- right yeah and they're they're really skittish they they they're there for social reasons they you know they they don't necessarily want to play soccer their right. parents are putting them on the field yeah um and like Speaking of kids, they're out of the garage. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're live in the garage Yes, now. we are. Yes. And this is our new studio. With um, a pretty cool table that Eric built. Dude, I think so, you should post yeah, a picture of this thing. It, it's going to get posted. I got it. We'll do the background and everything. But yep. um, it'll, yeah, got to buy another mic. Yeah. We have three chairs. So if you're in the Portland area and want to jump on the podcast on a come on Tuesday, out. Tuesday or Thursday evening, yeah. come over, train, and we'll podcast. Yeah. But, um, anyhow they it they forced me to look at coaching in a different way right and i had i had to open my mind to you know not be the coach that i grew up with mm. and you know like say okay well i don't really want to know about your day but tell me what the highlight of your day was and in, yeah. in, in 30 seconds tell me what the best part of your day was right okay now take right. that same energy and let's let's go tackle something on the field right i think that's a really good thing to do as a coach because you're investing in the individual mm-hmm. they see that and they're like okay we we have a minor connection now i can let this person tell me what to do yeah and not only, you know, I, I coach, I've coached all kinds of sports, but like one of my most memorable sport was middle school uh, track and field. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Oh, it was awesome. I loved it. Um, I will say I was put into some pretty interesting situations because it was me and one other, you know, my brother, actually, we, we coached this team and they hand you a fanny pack and that's your first aid kit. And it's like from 1970. <laughs> The band-aids are like, I don't even know if they stick anymore. But, you know, they fall coming like up in tape. middle school, you know, girls are going through changes. <laughs> and as a young adult, I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. They but, didn't put those in your fanny pack. Oh, they did. They were like the little bullet ones. Oh, God. It was bad. Oh, Anyways, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. But I think... <laughs> like, we're not going to talk about that. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, I think um, being getting out there and coaching makes you a better athlete. Mm-hmm far and beyond like because you're seeing both sides of it yeah and coaching kids makes you a better athlete because you're understanding like you're over here saying you need to build you know you're you're teaching teaching fundamentals and core Mm -hmm. teaching the basics and then you get on the platform and you're like oh maybe i need to work on some basics Mm -hmm. and then you put yourself through that and it's good reflection time yeah yeah no that's i've you know, it's shoot. It's been probably 
two and a half months since or two months since Damon's been over here, but yeah, um, or that we've all trained together all at once, it yeah, seems like. Yeah. But in working with him and watching him and trying to figure out his little quirks and things to to figure out how to cue him and yeah. and you know, trying to re- trying to relate to things that helped me and as well as trying to expand on that right for him right. to see how it might help you know different body type different build different history way younger right you know um all those things it really helped how i approach how i warm up mm-hmm. the jumps that i take um yeah my confidence in my lockout stuff like that like things like I noticed because he was having trouble with it. I'm like, I go back and I watch my videos. And I'm like, well, why am I? Why am I getting spongy? Right. You know, and yeah. and I start to the same like little workouts or whatever I I'm suggesting him to do. Like I start doing it again. Yeah. Right. It's been two years since I've done any kind of overhead like work. Right. Like work work. Right. Um. It really helped it helped my it helped how i felt after lifting not just yeah. it the recovery was a lot easier my elbow wasn't blown out like it usually gets you know that's like it's like the age old saying is practice what you preach mm-hmm. it makes you a more well-rounded athlete slash coach whatever you want to call yourself it yeah. just makes you more well-rounded on that platform yeah yeah and that's why it's good to have people of all levels to train with because like you know you don't want to just go out and find somebody that's at your level mm-hmm. because you, you guys are just going to kind of stay stagnant with each other. You need to get people of all different levels to be training with you. And that's yep. why you should have a team because you're going to have all different levels. Yeah. And you're going to, it, it's just going to make you better. Yeah. yeah. And when, it, you know, when we say team, we don't necessarily mean like an actual weightlifting team. No. Like it, it, just anything. a garage, like a group of guys or girls or whoever, like like minded people yeah. with the same goal of getting better not necessarily like competing is great totally like you should 100 percent compete in weightlifting or whatever it is you're doing yeah right if it's bodybuilding then get on stage if it's powerlifting then get on the platform get on the bench yeah exactly yeah right at least do shit at least do one a year have fun with it yeah yeah exactly yeah um but you gotta like just that group well, accountability, uh, accountability is a big one. Um, different eyes, drive, you know, just being like notice, bringing each other up, right. noticing when somebody had a bad day and being like, look, if we need to talk about it, let's talk about it. Otherwise leave it at the door and let's get to work. Yep. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of times as a garage lifter, you don't have anybody there to tell mm-hmm. you that. And like we were talking about today, mm-hmm. you know, button heads with your kids or your wife or whatever or your boss and like you get home and and you can't you can't take that shit off like you take your shoes off like it's stuck with you yeah and uh if you don't have anybody to push you past that push you over that hump and get you get you really like mind right on the platform like it's it's fucking hard it's real life shit yeah and we are you know you can't the idea of being a full-time athlete is probably the 1%. Mm-hmm. Everybody else are not, they're not full-time athletes. And so you got to be able to have people that can relate and, and help you through the real life shit. 
Yeah. Cause that's what it is, you know, yeah. that's, and we're out here trying to do some extraordinary stuff, but you're, you're just, you're, you're stronger in numbers. Absolutely. That's hundred percent that. Yeah. So on the, on the accessory work that, that we've kind of come to associate with weaknesses. Yeah. Um, we saw, we saw, a, or you saw it, you shared it with me a few weeks ago. Um, complimentary and supplementary um, side work or or exercises or or warm-ups or whatever right um, what's your take on that and how do you associate the two or differentiate the two well um, for me uh, let's see complimentary is all about changing up the lift mm-hmm. um, to add different stressors so you don't get burnt out. Like for instance, you know, instead of doing full snatch from the ground, you're doing hip snatches, you're doing power snatches, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're changing up the stressors within the lift, right? Okay. It's a complimentary thing. Um, the supplemental is where you're doing snatch drops. You're working specific muscle groups to, um, enhance, to make the athlete, athlete better and the ability better okay. to perform the lift. And, and I said, that's the way I see it. And maybe I could be wrong. Um, a hundred percent, but that's when I see the supplemental versus the complementary. I see it like that, like supplemental mm-hmm. is strength. Complementary is just switching up the stressors so I can perform the lift better. Okay. And I don't get burnt out. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of, it's basically the same. Complementary is going to be working within the lift to fix something. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. For squats, a sticking point. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. can't, if you're getting pinned, yeah. like okay, well, we need to do halts, we need to do pauses, we need to we need to do things like that. Box squats. Right. Um. Those are going to be for me. That's complimentary. Supplementary in my brain is like support. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's your okay. So you have a imbalance. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do a supplementary like kettlebell workout yeah to certain things either pre or post um to strengthen that side yeah right yeah um and again with building back up like you got to figure out what workouts are going to help strengthen like we talked about before with your tendon strength and your joint strength you got to find those those workouts those those movements that'll strengthen you without burning you out without, without yeah. loading your muscles because you can only squat so much right. before your legs are just done. Yeah. Right. Totally. But you can do, you can do lunges. Oh yeah. You can do, you know, you can do box jumps. Sure. You can get on a salt bike. Yeah. You, know, you can do it, all that stuff. And that's going to, that's going to build up your tendons. That's going to flush the, get, yes. get things, get fluid moving through yes. your joints and flushing things out. Um, I think that's a, especially for me and like a lot of weightlifters that stick to the lifts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we forget about a lot of that and it's easy to, because yeah. we, who doesn't like to just snatch and clean and jerk and forget to squat? <laughs> like, well, yeah, no, and you, you make a good point, but, uh, something that is inherently happening here is, um, you know, we're talking about days, you know, like we just said, where we may be butt heads with our kids or something. And we have these stressors that make it. So when we get on that platform, the snatch doesn't want to work correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, you have 50 kilos, but take that day, 
make it an accessory day. Yeah. Make it a strengthening day. Compliment it. You know, just make it a day that's not snatch, clean, and jerk, squat. Yeah. And you're going to see that you're not, um, you're not skipping a day. No. You're it, still working on your body. Dude, it's every kilo counts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. If it, it goes, it goes right down to the jackasses who don't put their weights away in the gym. <laughs> right? Dude, yeah. you're leaving reps on the ground. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, totally. Seriously, bro. Like, yeah. pick them up. Like, yeah. it's not that hard. Put them away. Yeah. Um, you know, doing, doing shoulder work when I was working out with Kyle consistently, it was every day we'd put everything away. And the last yeah. things to get put away were the five, were the 10 pound plates. Yeah. And we do butterflies and all just this whole like 10 or 15 totally. minute shoulder workout. And it, it burned so bad. Yeah. It was the worst thing. I, I dreaded doing it, but dude. I think that's a big part of why my lockout is the way it is. Like I have, if I miss a lift, mm -hmm. it's not because it, my elbows caved and the thing dropped on my head. Right. It's, it's either right. I, I overextended and went back or yeah. I didn't have enough extension. Yeah, you and it pull was, back hard enough. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but my shoulders and my elbows and everything just got super strong. My tendons got super developed. Right. And I, and it taught me how to stack my joints properly. Right. I think uh, also as, from all, I think all levels could benefit from it, but speaking from a master's athlete, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, as you get older, these things are harder to do. Mm -hmm. And I think the really? more, yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Uh, the more we do them, the better, you know, our, our joints will be strengthened. Our, our, we'll keep those tendons nice and tight and, and where they need to be and strong. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think as a master's lifter, it, if you're not doing them, like take a serious look at that and reflect and say, Maybe I should just throw in two or three things a week, you know? Yeah. I know for me personally, when I started this sport, you know, I was like, oh, I got to go. I have to be doing this six days a week. How the hell is my body going to handle six days a week? It won't. It won't. At, at 35 years old, or, well, I was 37, whatever. Um, but still, mm -hmm. I'm now I'm 42 and my body still doesn't handle it, but I'm more specific about it. I'm smarter about it. And I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do the uh, big lifts three days a week. And in between, maybe one day is just a squat day. Yep. One day is just a overhead day. You yeah. know, maybe I'm just going out and doing some curls and, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, working that type of stuff. Lunges, kettlebell stuff. It, everything is connected. Yeah. From your feet all the way up to your head, you're connected and you got to strengthen all parts of your body. Yeah. Well, I think a, an important part to go along with that is like, don't lose, don't, don't lose track of what the goal is, you know? Um, right. We've, we've joked about, seriously joked about getting a bench. <laughs> yes, Just, we have. You know, and it's not, <laughs> you know, it, I think it's a very useful tool when used properly. Yeah. Um, it's not like we're going to go out and do a powerlifting meet anytime soon, nope. but um, being able to have an uh, an adjustable bench to do incline work, to do military presses, so you're really isolating your your shoulders and getting that that press yeah. and not having to not having to worry about your legs, yeah, and just getting properly set up and and pressing the right way. Um, it's very useful. But it's so easy to get lost in like, okay, well, I'm going to spend 45 minutes to an hour on just my arms. Yes. 
Very much so. But if you do that once every other week, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's a perfectly good yeah, thing. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it makes you feel good about yourself. You're still working on your body, and ultimately, you can't snatch and clean and jerk or squat if your body's not strong. Yeah. 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 It's the way it is. Oh, man. So how's your, how's your week been? I mean, it's been a... It's been an okay week. I got to be honest. Like, um, I'm coming out of some pretty stressful work stuff, but like, this week has been, uh, aside from the weather... Yeah. All right. I, I would say that my training is not as um, hot as I'd like it to be, but I'm yeah. still moving and I'm yeah. still getting on the platform and I'm still doing things. And that's all that counts. Yeah. And the um, more I'm, the more I get involved in this, in the sport, the more I'm realizing that, or I'm taking the shame out of it mm-hmm. because there's a, there's a big aspect of like, ah, oh, you miss a day. God, I'm going to, sh- oh, I'm soft. I'm shameful. No, no, we're just, Listen, you know, there's an aspect of listening to your body that is okay. Yeah. Um, especially as a master's athlete, you have yeah. to. And if you want to do this um, at any sort of level leading into your 70s, like we can, mm-hmm. because it's shown people at the master's levels are doing it, Yeah. then we have to take care of our bodies now. Yeah, absolutely. You can't wreck your bodies now and think you're going to do it for long term. Well, it's, and, and something that you said was take the guilt out of it, take the shame out of it. And taking a rest day, even like there's, there shouldn't be like, you shouldn't be shameful for that or feel shameful for that. The shame should come if you do like three in a row. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're right. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a little bit, that's kind of, that's a little bit of a shot, but it's, it's so true. Like take that time for yourself, take that time for your kids, your family, your job, whatever it is that you need to take that time for. Yeah. But like know that you have to put that drive like yeah. put it somewhere make it useful yeah like if you're gonna like if you're gonna take a day off like you said grab your phone roller and take 10 minutes and roll around totally. like totally do something go for a walk with your kids yeah it, it it's just feel better about what you're doing every day yeah and i think that there's a lot of things that we can do um that is, is still good for us and still will translate to the platform mm-hmm. um if not physically mentally and yeah. that's a big part of it. Like you said, take a walk with your kids. Yeah. Like that is mental ease. Yeah. And that is, plays a huge part in what we do on this platform. Just for the simple fact of what we said in the beginning of this podcast, which was, um, you know, we're butting heads and it's hard to put your shoes on, mm-hmm. right? You have a good mental game. You're strong mentally. You're going to perform better in whatever you do in life. But on that platform, you're going to perform better. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and taking that time and taking that walk with your kids, your wife, whatever, um, is going to help with not butting heads because yeah. you've taken that time. So, you, yeah. you know, there's more balance in That's it. That's a big word is balance. Yeah. Especially uh, with kids and a wife. Yeah. Yeah. This week's been freaking, well, it seems like the last two months, but this week and last week have just been hell for me. Like, really? I just go from setting my own schedule at starting at six and getting home at, you know, 245 to right. now i've got to start at seven and i'm working in washington and yeah you know, yeah it's just like <laughs> how the hell am i gonna my life has just gone to hell yeah but um luckily still have it together somewhat so we can get together and do this yeah um, yeah but it's it's definitely teaching me on the mental and emotional aspect of things like okay it's perfectly fine to take a day off of lifting as long as I'm working on the podcast or as long as I'm doing something to keep my head in the game. Yeah. Um, 
and trying like reaching out, trying to find people to interview, trying to you know get anybody that wants to talk either weightlifting or, or, or entrepreneurship or art or whatever. I don't even give a shit. Like, yeah. um, I did get reminded the other day that, uh, my buddy Matt from Bend called me. He's like, Hey, are you still doing like, are you only doing weightlifting stuff? Right. I'm like, well, that's no, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I reached out to a bunch of people and they all like ghosted me. And yeah. he's like, did you follow up? I'm like, no. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like, why don't you try following them? I'm like, okay, yeah. fine. But um, it was just a, it was a reminder that I need to keep my hand in every aspect of what I'm doing and and, and get back on keeping a, a journal and keeping a calendar and yep. all that stuff. And I, I mean, you know me, I have never kept in, kept a weightlifting journal. Right. I'm and I, you know, Michael Horner will slap me for it, but <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I just can't do it. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, I have... Sarah gives me a hard time because I have so many little notebooks. I have this notebook for this. I have mm-hmm. this notebook for that. I have mm-hmm. that note for that. And then we had Delaney. And Delaney has this notebook for that, which is also my notebook. She yeah. has this notebook for yeah. whatever the other scribbles. And it's like, I'm like, okay, well, I don't have any more notebooks. I'm sorry. I can't I, <laughs> I, I, I can't keep a weightlifting journal. I'm sorry. It's just going to turn into some scribble book. And Yeah. <laughs> my weightlifting journal is a, uh, a whiteboard on our, our thing. And I keep, you know, I just, I, I keep, um, you know, max effort stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I keep, you know, anytime I hit a big lift, I'm like, I'll write it up there just to remind myself. Yeah. Um, I have stuff written on my walls. Like, you know, my goals and stuff. Yeah. And so that's the way, like, because when I'm on the platform to get me to step back and hold a pencil to a notepad um, while I have this intensity, intense blood running through me is very hard to do. Yeah. And it'll just take me right out of the zone. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I have a whiteboard. I have some chalk. I'm just going to write it on the, on the wall and just keep on moving. Well, yeah. Like what we usually do if we have percentages or whatever, we just like. Freaking write them up there yeah. and just check mark. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. Cause checking my phone will uh, distinguish any or distinguish? Extinguish. Extinguish. Yeah. <laughs> any flame you yeah. had. Any flame I had. Yeah. Like it'll just knock me right out of the game. Yeah. No, I totally get that. It's, it, it's when I, <laughs> when we trained it at a club sport that I'd text Sarah, if she wasn't there, I would text her and be like, Freaking shut my phone off. Yeah. And I put it on airplane mode or whatever and yeah. wouldn't pick it up except a video. And and that's it. Yeah. Because like there were so many times. I mean, shoot, just, you know, your parents texting you like, yeah. hey, there's this going on this weekend. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's that going on. And then you got like, you, then your schedule rolls through your head and you're like, okay, well, I just lost everything. All done. motivation. And, and I'm, I'm done. done. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a tough one. But. Um, what do you got coming up? You got any uh, episodes to drop? Any, you know, the max effort kitchen. Um, I've, ah, yeah, I've, I've really structured it to three different segments, which is really cool. I just had a really neat guest on and I'm still kind of riding that wave. Uh, Mm -hmm. Christy was mind blowing in the things that, in the way she runs her life and, you know, national world, world weightlifting champion, like pretty cool person. Um, so go back and listen to that. I, you know, you and I are going to start a segment on there, mm-hmm. which is going to be awesome. We're going to start reviewing so all kinds of, 
you know, different foods and products and stuff like that. Dude, I'm a freaking gadget guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. calling it the black box, which is going to be cool <laughs> because I'm literally gonna, just going to put something in a black box and come over and be like, all right, this is the first time you're going to see this. We're, this is why we're going to do that. Because you get real raw, like, stuff that, that way. I can't wait for that. That's yeah. going to be... Uh... That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and then, you know, on the date night front, we're just uh, putting out fun episodes for couples to listen to and just kind of get a laugh out of the way we run our life because it's very interesting and we have a great <laughs> dynamic and uh, can be a little bit, uh, <laughs> don't let your kids listen to it, but it, it can be fun, right? No, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I did want to ask you because it, it was on my mind today. Yeah. Um, food... We're, I tried. I, I don't want to talk about food too much on this on 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 here because yeah. we it's going to interrupt everything else on totally. the other other side. But totally. so this is directly related to life, performance in life and and it mainly just um, this is just going to be one thing. Um, types of food um, that digest well in your body or that your body processes better than others based on your nationality that's interesting um uh, i so my answer to, oh go ahead hold on okay so no so so basically i'm when i say nationality i mean like your ancestral like 23 and me like if you look at mine i'm mainly like welsh and fucking viking like that's <laughs> like that's that's where my blood comes from. And I knew we'd get along for a reason. I'm Welsh too. There we go. Yeah. So like if you ask the rest of my family, I'm Norwegian and Irish. But yeah. if you like the the further you go back in the bloodline, it's a bunch of Germanic Viking tribes and Welsh. And that's it's awesome. like everybody like that's it's all awesome. up in that that yeah, that area of the world that plundered and raped and pillaged. And yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go back and, and look at that, mm -hmm. the, the my body responds really well to potatoes. Yeah, as it should. You know, one of the things that I always recommend people do is going and getting uh, blood work with a nutritionist because mm -hmm. they will literally be able to break down from vegetables to proteins to whatever on what your body um, needs, mm -hmm. what it doesn't need. What it digests well, like I found out that romaine lettuce doesn't just digest well in my in my gut. It just huh. doesn't do it. it. It it makes me a little bit upset, and so I eat spinach, and that that works. That's a good alternative. Nice uh, or kale, yeah, you know, even better alternative. Um, but you find out what works for you, and I, I'm a little bit wary to send people to do that because a lot of times I've I've actually sent people to do that, and then they come back and they're like, "Well, I'm allergic to this, and I'm allergic to this, and I'm no." You're not allergic to gluten. You're not allergic to that. It's just saying that your blood type versus your nutrition combines differently. And mm -hmm. so you broccoli main a, a sulfurous product may not work for your blood. Yeah. You know? Because I mean, what's what's digestion? It's it's blood in the gut, right? And it's yeah, it, processing. It, yeah. Breaking everything down. Yeah. Exactly. So um I'm going to say, you know, if you really want to know the truth of what, how your body reacts to food, go get some blood work done at a nutritionist. And most of them will do it as like a, not a complimentary thing, but like a consultation thing. Mm -hmm. And then they'll want to book other things with you. Oh, but, yeah. you know, if you just want the basic, get the blood work because your DNA has everything to do with it. Yeah. 
everything to do with that's, it. That's what, that's what was the premise to my question. It's like, yeah. we don't, like, not that I'd believe or evolution is evolution, whatever. I believe in adaptation. Yeah. And if you go back, the last hundred years, our bodies have not adapted to the process bullshit. Correct. That we, you got to go back further where we lived in a region for 500 years. Yeah. And that's what we got used to eating, period. Yeah. The, a raw product, like we talked about on our pod, on, on, on Max Effort the, the other week. Get that raw product. Figure out what works best for your body and, yeah. and go from there. And if you're having problems with sleeping, pain, um, just weird things that you don't can't explain, most likely, it's food. It's food. And, yep. and, well, and food will create inflammation. Mm-hmm. It connects to your brain. Yep. It allows you to process things better if you're eating the right foods. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll have to jump on that and get get really in depth with it because it's a that I don't think there's so much science behind it. There's so much and science. Yeah. The idea of just getting out there and eating whatever is great, um, but if you're going to compete at a high level or if you're going to feel good at an old age, just you got to know what you're putting in your body. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Um, Great training day. Hope you guys got into the gym or did whatever. Put some kilos in. Um, Listen to our old podcast. Listen to Matt's Max Ever Kitchen and Date Night Podcast. Yeah, buddy. Like, subscribe. Uh, What's the other term they're using now? It's not subscribe. It's uh, follow, whatever. (laughs) I don't care. Like our vibe. Yeah, like our, like our vibe. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. No, it's all good, man. Uh, comment. Please comment. Yeah. Um, if you like us, comment. If you don't like us, comment. Good. I will read every single one and respond appropriately. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Uh, have a good week, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. Adios.